Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast for Amazon sellers. Today in this sixth part of our continuing series, we're going to talk about how to analyze your business results in quarterly reviews so you can make major adjustments and improvements to your business. Most Amazon sellers get stuck after a few weeks of trying to do new actions because they either don't tie the results back to their goals or they just don't keep track of anything. And today we're going to talk about how do you can manage your business properly so you hit your yearly SMART goals by staying on top of your progress each quarter. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it's really important to your business growth that you don't just shoot for the annual goal, right? Or the goal that you think is going to change your whole life. Um, and then basically what you do is you want to review how close you got to that at the end of the year, because by doing that, what you're not going to be able to do is actually adjust along the way. So what we want you to do is work in 90-day cycles. And the reason we do that is if you've ever noticed, I'm sure a lot of you have gone, yeah, I want to do a fitness program, right? And then you go out there and you try and find one that's going to fit you. Usually it's like the 12-week challenge or something like that, right? And so the reason that is, is because we really only can, um, I mean, I've got the attention span of a gnat, so I'll probably last for about a week. But uh, most humans can only kind of concentrate or focus on something for just 90 days. And then we have to kind of change things up. And so it's really, it's really good to plan in those cycles because you're going to have as much momentum as you're going to get um, and also get stuff done before you kind of run out of steam. So it's long enough to see how you're going, but not too far so that also that you can't make any corrections as well without any major issues. If you just kind of leave something for a year and you're like, oh yeah, I didn't achieve that. Well, yeah, if you're not looking at it, looking at it and reviewing it. So well, here's some of the key- nature works in, in 90 day cycles. That's what seasons are, right? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, it's all, it's all part of the universe, man. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a universe person that's, that likes to, you know, put things out into the universe, latch onto that one. Cause yeah, <laughs> definitely it works. So here's the key things that we're going to talk about today. So number one is all about that. So creating your 90 day plans to hit the bigger goals that you have, usually those annual goals. Also know the data that you need to track for the business to help you guide the decisions on how to make things better. Also, what does your data tell you about your biggest opportunities that you have? And then review that every 90 days, exactly what you said you were going to do. Did it work, right? You know, what worked, what didn't work. And then what you're going to do for the next 90 days. And then what we want you to do is review your annual forecasts and then set new annual goals. So it's a little bit like if you put it towards like your personal life, like you were saying, every year we're like new leaf, turn over something, right? Do something different. And that's what you think about with your business. And then you want to make sure that you're actually on track to do that, not just get the gym membership and never go to the gym, right? So that's what the review is all about. Yeah, and I think it's important to actually write these things down, put them into a spreadsheet, track them, analyze them, all that stuff, because, you know, it's it's like that. When you get a gym membership, you feel good that you got the gym membership. And it's like, you know, in your business, it's good that you have the idea to launch a new product. But if you actually never put anything, any effort into it, you never go to the gym and lift any weights, nothing's ever going to happen, right? So you actually need to, you know, write these things out, put them into some sort of sheet or a document or whatever, and that's what you really need to do. So we actually do this with our clients every single quarter. We, we tell people, you know, you got to forecast your sales and your projects for each quarter and don't do too many because then you're going to get overwhelmed or your cash flow is going to be tied up or your resources are going to be, you know, overexpended. There's just no way you can do too many things in a 90 day period. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to launch five products this year. 
or 10 products this year or 20 products this year. Well, how many can you launch in a quarter realistically? Not that many. If you think about it, just to develop a product and get it shipped, that's about 60 days. So you can't do 10 of these things all at once because you're just not going to have the bandwidth to be able to do that. So basically what we want you guys to do is start thinking of what's the most important thing to forecast and set expectations for the quarter. So do you have a new product launch? You're probably going to get one. You might get a second one kind of started in that process, but think about the things that you're trying to achieve. Do you have new products to launch? Are you opening in new marketplaces? Maybe you're going from the US to the UK as well, or Canada or whatever. Are you trying to revamp your listings or relaunch your products so you get more of what you currently have you know, selling better? And then you have to basically block that out and say, how long is it going to take to start implementing these things? How long does it take to track these things? How long does it take to re-optimize things if you need to obviously do that? You can't just say, you know what? I think I'm going to get to 20 sales a day by the end of this quarter. Well, what's the action part of that? Like, you can't just cross your fingers and wish for 20 sales a day, right? You got to say, oh, to get to 20 sales a day, here's the things I have to do. So I have to optimize my listings. I have to obviously redo my bullets. I have to do redo my images, maybe the title. I have to set my price accordingly to what the market is demanding, whatever it is. You got to have an action plan within that. So that's why we go 90 days. Because if you said, I want to get to 100 sales by the end of the year, it's, it seems too big. It, like, especially if you're only selling a couple units a day, that doesn't seem possible. But if you do it in 90 day chunks, you can actually start to plan mini actions to actually get you all the way to that annual goal. And that's the one thing we talk about is how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? So you want to get to hundred sales a day. Maybe, maybe your product has the ability to do that because certain categories and, and niches can actually have that kind of sales velocity. Um, obviously you can't, if, if the best seller in your category is only selling like five units a day, you're probably not going to get to hundred units a day, but you know, if there is room for that to grow, you have to do bit by bit until you get to that point. You can't just launch and then say, I'm going to get hundred units. It's not really ever going to work that way. Sometimes you get lucky and it does, but that's like winning the lottery. Um, it's very, very, very uncommon. Yeah. And I think um, it's important to also know that, you know, there's only so much you can do in that time frame. you know, like you were saying, because yeah. um, you're going to have lots of things and, and we, everybody's guilty of this, right? We all do it um, because we're ambitious. We want to get stuff moving. Um, so we think, okay, great. I want to get uh, product number one to hundred units a day. And then I'm going to launch five more products. And then I'm going to have this million dollar business by the end of the year. Well, yeah, you could, but you don't want to do it all at once. I mean, we have a lot of people that come to us. They've just started the business and they launched three products all at once. And then usually they've got like three variations or something for each product. And the problem with that is, is that you can fall off because you, number one, you don't really know how to launch a product anyway, when you first start. And so you don't know what those data points are going to be to be able to understand what you need to pull, those levers that you need to pull to actually get the result that you want. And so there's nothing wrong with starting slow, slow, right? Starting yeah. uh, with intention and learning a process, understanding it, and then moving forward. And that's kind of like the second thing that we want to talk about is the way to do that is literally to track data. We call this tracking your metrics, right? Um, that means you don't just track any data. Your metrics are the data points that we want you, that we know are going to track and you actually can make a difference in the business. Yeah, it's not like and, we're talking about tracking the weather in like Florida and New York and LA every day or anything, right? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> There's so much big data that you can, you know, look at. That's a problem, right? I think people, when they hear that, they go, oh my God, I've got to look at a load of bunch of numbers. But there's really just a few pieces of data that you need to look at 
which are very important, which actually helps you make a decision. So here's the key metrics that we like to track. And uh, we do this, um, we've got daily metrics that we track, we've got weekly, monthly, and then quarterly, sort of every 90 days. So daily metrics, number one, very obvious. How many units did you sell? The second one is sessions and sessions is really your traffic. That's how many people kind of land on your listing. Um, this can be driven by your organic ranking. This is also going to be driven by uh, your Amazon sponsored ads. So that collective sessions is what we want to what we want to look at. And really what we're aiming for is at least 50 per day. That's when a product is really, you know, hammering along. But ideally over 100 as well, right? So between 50 to 100, you're in a really good spot. So if you're any less than that, you know you need to do some work on your traffic. Then you've got your conversion. Now, this is an area where a lot of people are still not clear about what that is. Conversion is literally the people that landed on your listing, that came to your listing, how many did they, you know, who bought? And so what we want to do is aim for at least 20% conversion. So that's every you know, one in five people that land on the listing, it means that you actually they actually bought the product. On your dashboard, it's called unit session percentage. If you're not tracking that, and you'll be surprised at how many people don't track that, million dollar sellers, I know, we're not tracking this. Yeah. So it's a really important metric because not only can you, you know, work on that through your listings, um, also your, you know, your images and all that other stuff, it's actually inexpensive to work on it. And you can pretty much do it by yourself. It's not like you have to learn Amazon sponsored ads and all this other thing, right? So we always recommend that if you've got a lower percentage than uh, 20%, then that's the number one key thing that you should work on on your products. And then you've obviously got keyword rankings, so all your main keywords that are actually gonna bring you buyers. You wanna track where you're ranked organically for those keywords. Also your ratings, these are like, you know, the, the number of ratings that you have. So this is in terms of your reviews, it's not necessarily um, the, no, sorry, not the number, but the, are you a 4.5 or are you a five star? Star rating, yeah. Star rating, yeah. If you're less than a four, usually you're in a bit of trouble and you need to work out what the quality, what's, what's going on, like looking at the reviews, looking at the complaints, that type of thing. Um, you also then want to benchmark yourself against the competition. I have a category, for instance, I've been selling the product for a long time. Everyone in the category is at a four star because we've been selling for such a long time that we've kind of got the same profile of rating. So in that instance, um, and I've got, you know, thousands of reviews. So to try and kind of, you know, redo that is going to be quite difficult for me to do. But if you've got a four star rating and everyone else has got a 4.8, then yeah, you're going to have a problem with conversion and things like that. And then of course, reviews, number of reviews, how do you stack up? versus the competition. We don't um, necessarily worry about that too much these days. Um, it's a lot easier now to get reviews than what it used to be back in the day. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if you've got a ton of, if your competitors are getting a lot more reviews than you, then you're kind of behind the eight ball on that one. So that's what we track daily. Now you don't have to look at it daily, but you want to, you want some, someone or something to be tracking that. Then weekly, you want to review those metrics, basically, and you want to see if any changes need to be made. Do they meet the benchmarks that we just talked about? In terms of units sold, you want to have a target to aim for, like Isaac talked about. And if you're not hitting those units sold, chances are it's probably your sessions, your conversion, your ranking, your reviews, and your ratings. So that's kind of what we're, what we're looking at and making sure that it all makes sense 
within the competitive set. So if you're tracking that weekly, what that allows you to do is to see what that change is. And also if you've made a change because one metric might be low, then you can see is it actually worked or not, right? I think a lot of us might do stuff and you forget what you did and what worked and what didn't work. So it's a really good way to understand, yeah, I made this action and it actually had a result or not, as the case may be, right? Yeah, it's great to make notes, especially like if you're tracking this on a spreadsheet or something, like make notes of like if you changed a price or a main image or bullet points or whatever, like what day you started it. So that way when you go back and look, did the data change? Did it go down or up? Like is your conversions higher or your sessions higher or whatever? And yeah, I mean, if you don't keep track of that stuff, you'll just look back on your data later and be like, well, I all of a sudden got like, I went from 10% conversion to 30% conversion. I have no idea why. It's like, yeah, because you probably did something and you just don't remember what it was. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, a lot of people glaze over when you talk about tracking your numbers, tracking your metrics, tracking your data. I know even a lot of people have set up things and used, um, you know, other tools like uh, Celix or MBS or whatever. And they just look at, they just look at it, right? Just look at the data and do nothing. But that's not the point. It's, see it like a picture. That's what you're trying to look for is that, you know, those little magic eye pictures that you used to have and then you'd squint at it enough and this like image would pop out. That's I literally what you're trying to work. To- Thanks for bringing that up, Kirsty. <laughs> you never got into work. Never. <laughs> I still sometimes find those things and look at them. I'm like, I just don't get it. It still doesn't work. <laughs> you need to squint a bit and kind of like, <laughs> like I've got to zone in, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you're kind of looking for. You're looking for the picture that's going to pop out to you to say, yeah, that's the key thing that I need to work on. Don't just look at the data and go, yeah, whatever, and then move on, right? Yeah. A lot of times I equate it to like, you know, when you have like a Christmas tree and you have like one bulb that burns out and you're like, Oh, I got to fix that bulb. It's kind of like that for me. It's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't look quite right. Something's like, there's like three bulbs that are out. I got to go fix those bulbs real quick. And then like the whole tree will look good again. Yeah. For me, again, because it's, I think I equate it to the magic eye because I'm like, um, you know, things could be trucking along and it's awesome. And you see all your sales and your money coming in. And then you're like, oh, what happened there? And so then when I go in, I'm like, and it, the picture kind of appears, if you know what I mean. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think. Once you're doing that hard squinting and looking at it. Yeah, I'm like, conversion rate. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, And then, so that's weekly. And just get into the habit. It's not going to take you that long. If everything's hunky-dory, happy days, off you go, right? Um, And then monthly, we want to obviously look at monthly sales. We also then want to look at our ad spend to our sales as well. Now, we don't want to do this weekly because, number one, the data is usually behind from Amazon. Um, and you know, we, we want enough kind of data to come back from your ads first before you make any changes. So that's why we say track that on a, on a monthly basis. Also the profitability of the business, things change all the time. FBA fees fluctuate. Uh, you, you might've even be slapped with an FBA, a higher FBA fee that you didn't realize. Um, and those are changing in June, which is perfect timing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also shipping rates are constantly changing. Um, they, you know, FBA restrictions now, you know, if you've added in a 3PL, then that's going to add to your costs. So you want to make sure that you're tracking these things on a monthly basis because you'd be surprised. I mean, you had an issue, I think, once in um, Germany where the FBA fees went higher. Yeah. Went from like three, uh, three uh, euros to like five euros. And I was like, well, that uh, took two straight dollars out of my profit. So that's pretty much a dollar of, of or it was like two two fifty in profit. I was like, not worth selling anymore. Yeah. So if you weren't tracking that on a monthly basis, you would, you could have gone like months, even some people go a year, a year yeah. without even figuring that out. And then 
you know, you're losing all that money. So it's definitely something you should track. And also what you said was going to happen. Did it actually happen? And that, that really kind of helps you on that track of, yeah, I need to change something again. We don't want you waiting three months. You know, if there's something that you can change quickly and you can see that you didn't hit the target, then change a little bit of course to be able to do it. And then quarterly, we're really looking at bigger picture so again, forecast to actuals, and then where are you on the projects that you said you were going to do, right? And so if you're anything like most people, we usually end up writing a massive list about stuff that we know we need to get done in that quarter. And then you usually end up disappointed because you only did like three of them. But the point is you should only ever do three, right? Yeah. Three or four. At the- and I was just going to say, I mean, if you, if you realize by the end of the quarter that you haven't got a lot of that stuff done, it's probably that it was too unrealistic for you to achieve all of those things anyway. Yeah. So don't beat yourself up, but just get used to doing less. And that's what we want for you as a CEO of your business. It sounds counterintuitive. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Pareto's law, but that's exactly what we want for you. We want you to be able to literally do a lot less and get a lot more out of the business. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously at the end of each quarter, you're going to turn into a toddler and start asking your business. Why, 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 right? (laughs) You have to ask yourself why things work, why they didn't. So at the end of each quarter, look at your overall sales goal and look at what your actuals were. Did you hit those goals? If not, why not? If so, great. Why? What led to that success, right? If you don't know why you're actually successful, and this is actually something we, we, we talked with a couple of our coaches and they're like, yeah, we joined the program because we were successful, but we didn't have any idea why we were successful. And it's like, that's interesting. You don't know what you're doing, but you're doing things and they're working. Okay. So you know some of the stuff, but you don't really know why all these things are working. That's why you need to be, you know, questioning and inquisitive about your own business. Because if you don't understand why you're successful and you don't know anything about your metrics or where your products are and all that stuff, then you can't replicate that and you can't create great processes and strategies to continue to scale your business. The next product you've launched is probably not going to work very well because it's it's not going to be based on similar actions that you took from the previous product. So make sure you understand what's leading to success and what's leading to the lack of success or, you know, not hitting your goals. And then obviously look at the individual products performance. Did they perform as expected? What worked well? Did you get the sessions you wanted? Did you get the conversions you wanted? You know, keyword ranking, ratings, reviews. Are you competitive there? Pricing, all that stuff. And what didn't meet the expectations? Maybe you couldn't get the conversion rate you wanted, but you still got the sales goal. So maybe you got more sessions than you thought. So maybe the next quarter you can say, hey, I'm going to apply some changes and see if I can get that conversion rate even higher. And then look at your big projects. What were they? Did you complete them? Um, If not, what stopped you? Also, are the incomplete projects even still needed? That's what we see a lot. Like people are like, oh, I need to set up a mini chat and get a thousand followers in mini chat by the end of the quarter. I'm like, what's the purpose? Do you even know why you're doing that? Were they really that important? Did you even have a game plan for what was going to happen once you got that thousand followers or uh, people on your messenger? I don't think you, most people even think about that. They just say, I saw somewhere on a webinar, somebody said to get, uh, you know, many chat followers. And it's like, okay, what are you going to do with that? Do you have a game plan as to how to initiate that and turn that into actual sales for your business? If not, it's probably not a high impact, you know, action for your business. If you did complete the projects, what impact did they have on your business? Look at the results. So this is something people don't really like to do. They don't like to look at how far they've come in 90 days or, you know, what actual, actual wins they get in their business. They just think that they're always behind and they're always struggling. And it's like, well, if you actually hit some of your goals, then you're much further along than you were 90 days ago. If not, you're probably further along and you just think that you, you just haven't hit the goal. So maybe you set the goal too high or maybe it was unrealistic. So this, this is what's going to help you really understand 
how you can achieve and how you can forecast actual realistic goals and not, not be too hard on yourself, but obviously you want to stretch it a little bit. So that way you, you can say, okay, I'm going to try to get here, but don't be too disappointed if you don't achieve 100% of that goal. Sometimes, you know, for example, if I say I want to get to $50,000 by the end of this quarter and I get to $45,000, am I really that bothered about the extra five, $5,000? Not really. I mean, it's, a decent amount of money, but I'm pretty dang close. So I'm not that far off. And I'm like, okay, I, I pretty much achieved what I was trying to do. So that's different than saying I want to get to a hundred thousand and only getting to 45,000, right? Then you're gonna be like, oh man, something really went wrong. Or I real, I didn't have a realistic goal at the end of the quarter. So think about that when you get to the end of each quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. I think we're always, as humans, we're more likely to focus on the stuff that didn't work as opposed to the things that did, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just even, it's like comments. If someone makes a bad comment, you're more likely to really focus in on that bad comment than all the great comments that you get from from people in your life or on, on your Facebook posts or whatever, yeah. right? So I think it's just a human trait. But yeah, you've just got to get into that, patting yourself on the back. And uh, you know what I did the other day? It was really funny. No, I thought it was funny. Um, I actually sent myself some flowers. I was sending flowers to other people. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to send myself some flowers. And I wrote myself in the card. I was like, you're doing awesome, Kirsty." So, you know, I felt great when I got those flowers. Hi, Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I was like, oh, look, someone sent me flowers. And I yeah. got a nice little card. Was it but my it was, husband? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, you make me feel bad now. I was like, no, I just did it for me. So don't yeah. you worry about it. No, but no, I actually really did that. Yeah. But. I would just thought it was a bit of a joke, but you know, it was quite funny. But yeah, that's what, to, that's what to your point about that we focus on the negative. I think there's like a, like a parable or like a kind of tale of like a teacher writing, like, I think it was math equations. And it was like one plus one equals two, one plus two equals three. And he purposely makes a mistake on one of them. And he writes like 20 of these out, or you, you could say it with like alphabet letters. Like, so you've got a through Z, but you take out the F and, and just write all the letters up on the board. And the first thing people are going to notice is the one thing you did wrong. They're not going to yeah. understand that you wrote, 25 successful equations or wrote all the other letters properly, but then you missed one. And then it's like, well, that's all that they focus on. And it's very common for people to do that because I think people expect things to be perfect, but that's never really the case in business. No, exactly. And, you know, I think when she switched that mindset from it, it, you know, I didn't, I didn't meet it to, I did awesome. And what can I do better next time yeah. to reach more? It's a very different mindset and, and you're not, in that quagmire of I'm not getting to where I need to be. Yeah, It's always going to be there, right? And so that's exactly what we want you to do next is take those results of, of the review that you just did and then literally go, okay, well, what do I need to do for the next 90 days? So in that example, you know, you wanted to hit, say, 50,000, you got a 45. Your main goal might be to get to, I don't know, 500,000 for the year, Right. And so actually that might be a bit much for that example, but say 200,000 for the rest of the year. And so you only got to 45. So then what, how do you portion that out for the next six months that you might have left in the year? Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, well, for this quarter, um, I'm going to aim for this because that's going to be on the way to get me to the bigger goal. And I know what went wrong in the last one. So I'm going to make sure that I tweak those things to get me an even better result. So that's how you've got to think about it. It's like, yeah, I didn't quite meet it, but what else do I, could I do differently that allows me to get to the full goal in the end? Um, usually what you find is, especially when you do this on an ongoing basis, you're correcting as you go. But also what happens is, is that 
you you basically um what you said you were going to do to hit the goal isn't what happens to get to the goal right which sounds strange but it doesn't matter because you hit the goal right and so you you're literally just putting it out there this is what i'm going to do and then you're changing that course along the way it's like as if you said i was going to go to uh down the road into downtown and there was like a you know the roads were closed well you're still going to get there but you're just going to try and figure out another way to get there right it might take a little longer too yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um so to be able to do this what you again what you will need to do is set those 90-day goals and then you want to break it down okay great now i know what i need to do um i need to know know what i'm gonna actually do what the key things i'm going to do for the next 90 days what the key objectives so if you're going to launch a new product for example and then you need to break down into what what do i need to do in the next 30 days and then what i need to do in the next 60 days after that to achieve the 90-day goal. So like I said, you're always correcting that course and then you want to break it down by the next week. What do I need to do next week, literally, to get the ball moving? So if, you, if you're if you a visual person, just think of it like, a, like a, a rock that you need to push. And it's which rock do I need to push this week that gets enough momentum so that I actually make it to the you know make the journey that I want to make um in the next 90 days so you think about those rocks that you're just pushing every day to get to make sure that you hit the goal yeah yeah and I think we talked about that in the last episode in this series as well so if you haven't checked that out go back to the what fifth part of this series and and go check that out so you can really understand how to break this down so that way you can make sure that this happens so you're not just like what do I do each day then? Like I got 90 day goal, but I don't know how to break that down. We go into more detail about how to do that as well. And then pretty much you're going to want to do this every single year, every single quarter, every single year, you're going to redo these things, right? Don't just think about what you did, uh, you know, every 90 days as you may not see the big results over time. So at the end of each year, you look back at that year and say, oh my gosh, look at like at the beginning of this year, I was at, you know, $10,000 in sales a month. By the end of the year, I'm at like $60,000. That's massive, right? Like that's a huge leap in, in results. You just won't know that unless you actually look back. And one quote I, I like to tell people is don't look back except for to see how far you've come. Because people always assume looking back is like, you're looking back on the things you regret in life, but you can actually look back for the positive reasons of like, see how far you've come, see how far you've grown, see how much your business has grown. And that's what we want you to do every single year. If you're not hitting the goals, you know, if you're too far off from the goals, maybe scale the goals down a little bit, but then also think about what you can actually do to try to achieve bigger goals if you need that to happen. So that's pretty much everything we wanted you guys to understand for, you know, how to actually do these quarterly reviews and how to plan your your business in in cycles. Um, So basically to recap, you're going to create 90 day plans to hit your annual goals. You're going to know the data you need to track for the business to guide, you know, big decisions on how to make things better. You know, also use that data and what data, what does your data tell you about your biggest opportunities? That's the best thing. Like your data will tell you right away. Here's what you need to focus on in order to be able to get more successful out of either your products, your business or whatever. Then review every 90 days, see what you said you were going to do and did it work, right? What are you going to do for the next 90 days? Obviously replan the next 90 days and then review your annual forecasts and set new annual goals. And if you do this on a cyclical basis, your business will always be on fire. That's the thing. You will always have a good looking business and you'll know exactly what your goals are and you won't have any confusion about what you need to achieve. You won't be running off to, you know, set up many chat lists or open a Shopify store if it doesn't make sense in your business. If it does make sense in your business, you can do that. But for most people who are selling on Amazon, that's not very impactful for most people. So just understand that there's things that you should be focusing on and things you shouldn't be focusing on. If you have a very clear plan 
and you can actually see how impactful that results into your sales and goals, you'll know exactly what's working and what's not. And remember, guys, now that you're armed with this information, it's your job to implement it into your business and grow your business through action. Also, to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle, head to goteamreal.com to download our free training today. And we'll see you next week for the next Sprint Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.